Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I am the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me today, as always, is my friend and professional better. You know him on gambling Twitter as So Money Sports and So Money. We have three teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs, one of whom, the Colorado Avalanche, have already punched their tickets. Poor Oilers. <laughs> yeah, they punched their ticket at the expense of, of your Edmonton Oilers. Um, so before Although get, I did bet against the Oilers in game in, in game four, though. I was going to bring that up. As we say, before we get to you know, Rangers and Lightning, I did think a uh, you know quick apology from you to Oiler country, to oil country <laughs> uh, was, was appropriate. Um, and maybe you want to say thank you to a team that uh, will go up down with uh, – well, you'll you'll you put them in the rafters with the the, the bubble Dallas Stars, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I. It was a great run. Um, I'm very grateful to what the Edmonton Oilers uh, did for me. We will be getting a new bathroom and also <laughs> remodeling the whole kitchen. So um, sometimes things just work out like that. So thank you to the Oilers. I did bet against them. Um, in game four, um, it was with a heavy heart, but as you know, with me, <laughs> um, if it's not the Canucks, um, money comes first. So even though I love the Oilers, um, they're not the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the new kitchen, maybe above the stove, you can, you can put a, an oil painting, an oil canvas of, of yeah. Mike Smith. Or, yeah, okay. or... yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how well that goes over. Yeah, um, all right, let's move on to the series that is still going on. The Tampa Bay Lightning and New York Rangers are now tied two games apiece. Uh, the series started 2-0 towards the Rangers. They won both their games at home. Uh, series shifts to Tampa Bay, as we talked about. The Lightning did seem to, to find something in, in that game two in New York. They carried that over into game three, come back from 2-0 in the series, 2-0 in game three to, to win, um, and then put forth their best effort of the series in, in game four in a, in a four, one win for game five. This is what we're looking at the lightning minus minus one thirty on the road 
Rangers plus 110 at home, the over under five and a half, the under juice to minus 140, which makes sense. We'll talk a lot about the goalies in a second. Uh, the series line minus 165 for the Lightning plus 145 for the Rangers. Uh, the series gone over, under, under, under so far. And both goalies are now in great form. The first two games uh, took a little bit for Vasilevsky just to find his, his rhythm uh, after the long layoff. He's there. Great, great performance in uh, game four. A lot of people were talking about, oh, let's start with the goalies. A lot of people were talking about Vasilevsky not needing to do much uh, in game four. That was a point uh, they were making on the ESPN broadcast. But regardless of that, his goalie touches, like you can just tell his rebound control was really good. Yeah. He was confident playing the puck. When Jack Capuano coached the Islanders, he would always talk about how he looked for goalie touches, like not just big saves or or uh, what what the final score ends up being, but, but goalie, how he's just touching the puck and how he's able to kind of make sure that easy rebounds go to the corner or to a defenseman stick. Uh, and it does look like Vasilevsky's found that part of his game for sure. We'll start with the over under. Cause we're talking about the goalies. The question I have now is we saw that Shesterkin for that penguin series ended up kind of falling out of form because of fatigue. He played that first triple overtime game off of a really long regular season. And now I wonder if we might see that again. And if you can maybe beat the market to that, that the fatigue, potential fatigue for Sturkin and maybe him falling off his game a little bit uh, in, in looking towards uh, the over-under here because the, the juice on the under is getting out of control. Yeah, I think that it is um, it is possible. Um, it's With Igor, it's really, um, it's really tough to say because his game um, – is predicated on movement, right? So, so when you when you look at Vasilevsky, you know that he's on top of his game when he's not moving much, right? He doesn't need to be all over the crease, like flexible and stuff. Like when he's positioned, when he's not moving up, when he's not moving much, you know he's on his game. It's not like that with Igor. He does move around a lot. He's he's still on top of his game when he's doing that. Now, it's better to take a chance on the possibility that Igor might be getting fatigued when you're looking at a significantly plus money five and a half, right? I'm more, I'm more okay with that than being forced to bet an over six. So because it's a plus money five and a half, I can possibly get there. I don't necessarily want to bet against Vasilevsky, but I also think that, um, that the Tampa Bay offense might be coming around here a bit. So I'm more okay taking that chance with a plus money five and a half. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'm starting to look that way as well. I, I right now don't have anything on the total I'm more interested in the side, which right now I like Tampa Bay. We'll go move over to that. Now they're minus minus one thirty on the road, which may seem steep considering it's a two, two game. The Rangers looked really good at home there. They've lost one game at home. It was game one of round one. I did not realize just how dominant, uh, you know, that this was turning into a Caroline Hurricanes X streak for them. They've, they've lost one game at home. Uh, they've rattled off uh, eight in a row, I believe, on the Garden Ice. Yeah. So it, this does seem like a steep price to pay on Tampa Bay, minus 130. But like you said, the two things that are pointing me in that direction are the play of the goaltender, Vasilevsky, who I still think has room to grow till he gets to that level. It's so funny how this guy just paces. He, like his team, like paces himself and builds himself to that crescendo, which comes in like game six or game seven, depending on the series, um, when he needs it the most. So I'm looking that way because of Vasilevsky, and I'm looking that way because, like you said, the lightning defense, there, the defensive game is there. The offensive game is getting there. So the fact that this team has another level to get to, I think puts some value on Tampa at a number minus 140 or better at this point. And a part of that is that the Rangers, they could be without Ryan Strom and Philip Hedl, who 
that's their number two or number three center. If they're without those guys, we saw how discombobulated they looked. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. In game four, when, when Hedo went down, like the mix and match was just not working. And, and a lot of that is because the Rangers to date in this postseason have had a... a almost perfect health record. They've been missing a member of their top 11. That's top six forwards, top four defensemen and starting goalie for, I think, two games, games three and four uh, in round one. That was Ryan Lindgren who was out. And since then, they haven't missed anybody. So they've they've been able to, because of that, build a ton of rhythm. Uh, the chemistry's there. You, can, you saw it with the kid line. You, you've seen it with the top line uh, when they're, especially when they're at home and not matched up against the shutdown center of the other team, whether it's Anthony Sorelli or, um, you know, whether it's Cindy Crosby in, in round one. Uh, so throwing that rhythm off, I think, is actually a pretty big deal as well. So those injuries, Vasilevsky's form, and the fact that this offense is trending in the right direction makes me think that Tampa looks a little short here. Yeah, I would say Tampa Bay is um, just a little bit short right now as well. There are there are a lot of um, elements to this line right now. So in game one, Tampa Bay closed minus 120. Um, we had a lot of rust there on Tampa Bay. So so that made sense. Then in game two, we had an adjustment upwards where Tampa Bay closed around minus 130. That adjustment was due to the rust possibly wearing off on, on Tampa Bay and also their their championship pedigree. You're going to, and of course, that streak as well, right? So you're going to pay the premium for those things. Then we go to game three. Now we have a huge adjustment there, and that was to reflect the premium that you have to pay to bet on the home team that's down 0-2. So, okay, fine. Everything makes sense so far. Game four, Tampa Bay was was a slightly more reasonable, but they were still inflated. And of course, that had to do with Tampa Bay being at home and being able to tie it up and all that. So game five, Tampa Bay got out to the mid minus 120s, which to me right now, where it is in the minus 120s, it's not really accounting for the Rangers injuries. And I think a lot of that is just that we don't know. Um, we're not going to get anything. Um, we mentioned this all, all off air, but we're not going to get anything from Jared Gallant. He's like, he's saying that Hedo should be good to go. I don't listen to that. I want to wait until warmups. Looks like that um, Strom is going to be out. And when you look at Strom and Hedo, so that's your second and third line centers. But it also has an impact on Panarin too, right? So Panarin is very comfortable playing with Strom. And now you're going to put someone else at center there with Panarin it's that goes to what you mentioned about the mixing and matching makes it tough for the Rangers um, in in that respect also um, I don't think that Braden Point will play but he's not definitively out so I'm assuming Point won't play Um, I think it's more likely that he could get in their game six so so we need to wait until warm-ups is what I'm saying if Hedo and Strom are out um, that line on Tampa Bay is too short. If for whatever reason point is in, um, then you just load up on Tampa Bay. So we'll wait until warmups um, before we make the make the final call there. And it's and it's really after warmups. Like I mean, Strom took yeah. warmups, and uh, you, there was some really good Zapruder film work by Sportsnet 
showing him like kind of grimacing. I was almost like Gallant told him like, you better take warmups to, to get them to think that you're playing until the last possible second, uh, which happens in the playoffs, right? Like we see it all the time. So my prediction is Heedle, Strom, and Point all take warmups tomorrow. Um, and whether or not any of them play, we won't know like until a couple of minutes after warmups uh, when the rosters get submitted. But it's a good point. Like if you do, for some reason, think that Braden Point, like maybe you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan who knows John Cooper and his press work for the like his press conferences uh, better than most people. And you think you get a read that Braden Point is playing just because Cooper went from saying it would be a miracle if if this guy plays the series to uh, right before game uh, they travel for game five saying, yeah, I'm not ruling him out. That's that's I just don't know at this point. Right. So he's, his his tone has changed. And if you think Brandon Point is playing this, yeah, this number is is definitely in range on, on Tampa Bay. So that's where I'm going. I think lightning minus 130 uh, at the moment is is worth a shot considering like trying to beat the lineup kind of kerfuffle. Uh, I think it's worth it because even if Strom and Hedl are are in, you're getting them a, a compromised kind of health. Yeah, and especially point. with Hedl, right? Like his Strom's Strom's issue looks like it's either a groin or a leg. Hedl is upper body and he's, he's a facilitator and it also dings the power play. And we know the Rangers are so yeah. over-reliant on the power play. So even if these guys are playing, like you're not getting them at a hundred percent or close to it. Um, so I, I just think Tampa is, is, is the right side here. And I'm expecting we'll see that the lightning close as high as they've been in the series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would completely agree with that. I think that I feel like I'm back in the, in the regular season here stalking the, stalking the uh, warmups, but um, I think that's, that's the only way we're going to be able to um, able to play this game tomorrow. Yep. Uh, and on that note, I will wrap up this short episode of line change. Uh, wish everybody the best of luck, no matter what you're betting on uh, Thursday night, June 9th for game five between the Rangers and lightning. Uh, we wish you the best of luck and we will see you on the other side of the weekend. Uh, when we get to talk about the Stanley cup final.